The current date is January 30th, 2022. Welcome to the Time Capsule Podcast, where we'll be looking into the future, discussing the present, and reminiscing about the past. By the time we revisit these episodes, perhaps we'll be married or even have children. Anything could happen. The point is that we, your hosts, won't be coming back to these recordings for at least another 20 years. You, however, sitting there listening to us, can revisit these episodes anytime you like. So, let us begin. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Time Capsule Podcast. Guys, it's episode three. We're here. We're live. We're not actually live, but we are recording. I can assure you that much. We are very much alive, actually. You got Jake. You got Brian. You got wow, David. Now you don't want to let us introduce Hey-o. ourselves. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez, no, who okay, needs I it? see we're changing up this week or this month. Why not, <laughs> man? You got to keep it fresh. You got to give them a reason to keep coming back. <clears throat> exactly. What's yeah. on the agenda for today? Well, uh, this month we are talking about camping stories camping yes uh, i don't know about youtube but <laughs> camping has been a what i'm <laughs> okay. uh, sorry uh anyway camping has been a significant part of my life uh you know from a very young age you know my dad put me in the cub scouts right from the start you know for, from tiger and i you know was in the scouting program all the way up to eagle so you know how much you know how that's a very long time so that's plenty of camping trips in in that that span of of, of many years what about you guys uh yeah i i mean obviously i haven't gone as much as you because of that but i mean we grew up a very survivalist type family i mean so we learned i mean we were camping all the time to learn survival techniques and all that fun stuff so did you ever do any doomsday prepping Sort of. Um, I could dead. see that. Like, do you have like a little like not necessarily like, shelter, but like a little stockade of like uh, long-term food or something like that? Uh, partially. Like I said, Dad, Dad kind of did like one-man prepping. I mean, he had a lot of stuff ready to go, but only for like it was enough. It was enough stuff for one person. Hmm. And that was one time, him. one time, so. Ryan and I sorted through a bunch of farming equipment, saying which weapon we'd want <laughs> in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We my, when we moved to my grandma's, we put all, all of our extra stuff into the uh, her barn down there. And David and I went down there one time and just like searching through all the farm equipment. We're like, yeah, this would be this would be good if we had to face zombies. One we were day. like, but that's not what we're talking about. Hmm. No, not <laughs> no, at all. We're not. That's a whole episode, a whole other episode. Although, just one more question about that: Did your dad ever come out and like? So there, there is this episode of The Office, and I know you haven't seen it, Brian, but that's why I'm about to describe it, where, um, like, Dwight, it, like, shows Dwight in the break room, and he's, like, eating just a crap ton of, like, canned food and, like, MREs, and he's, like, it, like, cuts to, like, the confession booth camera, and he's, like, uh, every, every, you know, five years, I have to break out all my survival f- shelter food that's about to expire and eat it before it goes bad and he's like slurping down beans and like all kinds of food it's <laughs> getting everywhere and everyone else is just like giving him weird looks and he's like one day i'll have my bunker and the apocalypse will hit and they'll be like dwight please let me in and i'll stand over them and say no you laughed at me you will die it's like something along those lines did your dad ever bring out a crap ton of food and just eat it no. 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 Did your dad do that, Jake? 
No, I nope. I never had like a you know a food bunker or anything like that. <coughs> I, I mean, the closest I have ever been directly to eating an MRE was um you know one of my scoutmates would bring MREs on campouts occasionally, and and I you know I I would share a bite just to see what they tasted like. But I, I don't think I've ever bought nasty. one. I actually have an MRE, a mac and cheese MRE, I think, down in my cabinet that my brother brought me because uh, he was in the army. No, those things are gross, dude. Well, that could be a funny vlog. Yeah. <laughs> trying MREs. <laughs> trying not to talk, barf talk challenge. Markiplier? Yeah, Markiplier did that once. Hey, Taras Kulikov did it before him. Check yourself. Mm. I'm sure someone did it before him. Oh, yep. Sure. No, okay, no so one has camping. any copyright on MREs. <laughs> That's right. Let's get into the camping stories. Uh, Jake, yeah, that's a good idea. The most. Let's start with you. Well, um, I thought I could kick off with a story that all three of us are involved in, and and because of that, gentlemen, feel free to chime in at any point. Uh, but basically, what I'm going to be talking about for this first story uh-huh. is uh, our adventure at Hillsdale Lake, which <laughs> is. It's like a, you know, 45, 50 minute drive from, uh, you know, the area where we all live, generally speaking. And what, what, what our plan was... adventure seems like a little, um, it doesn't seem quite the right word. What do you mean? It like, little, it's too you know, much? It was a little bit, it was, no, it was a little bit more, uh, more rough than just an adventure. Okay, well, don't, don't spoil it. We're, we're, we'll get into it, don't you worry. Uh, so, basically... Our plan was to go up there for the weekend. We were going to leave. We left on Wednesday morning. It ended up being closer to afternoon just because of, uh, you know, multiple different reasons. Uh, and we were going to... We originally were going to come back, like, Saturday night, right? But um, our day got... Our trip got cut short for reasons you'll hear soon, dear listeners. So, you know, it started out pretty normal. We all... we Brian and I met up first and david david ended up being late i don't remember why you were late was it just because you were asleep i don't know but he never <laughs> no, answered the text messages so we i don't sure what was going on <laughs> yeah that's for sure either, oh wait honestly. no i remember because you had just you had stayed up really late the night before oh that's right house, that's and right so you ended yeah. up sleeping in late yeah you were like that's right. out yeah. that's right Which I, okay i didn't want to i was at colton's yeah so basically yeah, Brian and I went out there ahead of, like, a couple hours ahead of you, uh, and we, we started setting up camp, and, you know, generally speaking, in, in my experience, when you go on a, any, any kind of trip, really, uh, the, the, there's a point at which things kind of start getting interesting, right? When things start, not necessarily going wrong, but, but when, when your trip starts, things start happening on your trip that are not ordinary, if you will, you know? Sometimes your your uh, trip gets off to a li- nice long extended start and nothing nothing happens until you know day three or you know depending on how many days your trip is. Uh, sometimes they happen almost immediately. Uh, th- it was closer to that in this case. We hadn't even gotten our tent fully pitched when uh, this this like redneck dude in a pickup truck pulls up and is like, "Hey, you guys want to trade that lot for another? I'll I'll pay you fifty bucks for that lot or, or whatever the." Like going price of the lots were. That was exactly. Yeah, I think it was forty because that's how much it cost. Yeah, yeah, forty-eight, forty dollars, something like that. And he's like, "I got." And like, for context, our site was like right next to the shore of the it was, lake. It was gorgeous. But I don't think you 
this is gonna be important in a second. I don't think you can actually, like, where we were, I don't think you were able to, like, at least legally launch a boat. No, uh, there was no boat. From where there. we were. I mean, it, with enough persistence and bullheadedness, you definitely could get a boat in the water there, but there was no actual ramp. But he, he had this little, like, dinghy that he was towing behind his truck, and he was like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to launch my dinghy. boat, and I wanted a primo spot right by the water. And uh, we were like, like, Brian and I, like, turned to each other, <laughs> and we were like, like, we already had the tent and the tarp safe down to the ground, but we didn't have it, like, we didn't have the poles up, and we didn't have it standing up, and uh, Brian was like, you said, like, you, you gave me the choice. You're like, you call it, and I was like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, up. sir, but I, you know, we're, we already got everything staked down. We're about to pitch it up. Oh, wait, uh, wait, hold on. So it wasn't just like he showed up out of nowhere. Like apparently he had been at that spot and then, oh yeah, the guy was like, um, I guess the people who like ran that section of the camp were like, no, if you're going to like, you need to go get your boat. If you're going to be, if you're going to, if you're going to boat there, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to be, you like, you need to go get your boat. And so they're like, instead of what he should have done is instead of like paying for the lot and leaving their stuff there and then going to pick up his boat he left to go pick up his boat and then came back and was like oh we we were supposed to get this spot um you kind of like swept in here and took it um they had they told us we had to go get our boat first and we're like dude we've been driving around for 40 minutes yeah that's true like Like, a little more context uh on the the particular weekend that we were going to do it or on those days the the camp uh, the camping sites were first come first serve so you literally you drove up and if it didn't have um, like a name in uh, the plaque the placard next to the campsite you could just take Flavors it yours. start unpacking it and take it and then you once you you claimed it you went to the uh, camp master the site master and you you paid them for the lot but he didn't do any of that he just like mentally in his head was like all right I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna get that lot later and then he didn't plan for us to show up and uh, take it. And I just want to point out, uh, Brian was the one who wanted to be next to the water. I would have been perfectly fine elsewhere, but that's okay. Uh, and anyway, he was like, I'll pay you $50 for that lot, you boys. And we were like, no, we're, we're good. We've already gotten, we're already, you know, halfway there as far as our tent goes. And we had, we had also, you know, unpacked a bit of the car and set it out on a little picnic table and whatnot. Um, and so he's like, Really? He was like really pushing for it, and we were like, no, we, we, we stood our ground, and he was like, that's effed up! Except he said the actual word. And then he like sped off, and, and I he turned to Brian, like, and I was like, to go that talk was... to the camp manager to get our, get the spot back, and we're like, okay, go ahead, but we've already seen yeah. this. Like, and nothing nothing ever came of that. But like, the camp master never was like, oh, you have to give it to them. I don't, yeah, yeah. we didn't even talk to them about that, but I turned to Brian, and I was like, that was a... Uh, I'm, I'm a little less comfortable being here now, you know, a little more paranoid. And so Brian was like, yeah, I, don't worry, I got this. And he went to his car and he pulled out like 20 knives and a hatchet. And he's like, here, take a knife. And I'm like, yes, let's go. <laughs> I, I was legit worried that guy was going to come back and like be um, physically aggressive. So I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to be ready for this guy when he comes back. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to be clear. I had a pocket knife on like, me too, but it was a, a little like two winter. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brian had like a pocket machete. <laughs> no, but yeah, so we get our. I had a hatchet. I had a, I had two more pocket knives in my back pocket, and then I gave Jake one. Yeah, yeah, and then he just had the rest of the blades in a pile next to us on the ground. <laughs> so yeah, we get everything set up, and um, 
yeah, like there's other than that, the the we got off to a pretty smooth start. And I'm trying to think of anything else that on the first day really went significantly wrong. I mean, other than it was just brutally hot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the, I, I guess the, so much that day it was insane. Yeah, it was just really hot because this was in the middle of like July. August. Oh yeah, August. August. Yeah, right in the beginning of August, which is a the, very hot oh, time actually, of year in Kansas. Yeah, and if That's I remember true. correctly, the heat index actually at one point got that week and or that week got over a hundred. So I mean, it was scorching. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's like a, a big old oven. But uh, anyway, so yeah, the first day comes and goes, and it's like, David, you got you didn't get there till like in the evening, because like we had you, <laughs> we had you grab a couple last minute things at my house. Oh yeah, he met us uh, at McDonald's. Yeah, and you, you yeah, we we met yeah, at I McDonald's there, for dinner. Like, it was like, no, I got there around like four or something like that. Yeah, it was like still fairly early after. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm. I'm confusing that with when you left the next night because the, you definitely left at night. Uh, my bad. Anyway, that night we um, we sat out and looked at the stars and uh, oh, gorgeous! That it was the like the night before the peak of the Perseid meteor shower. So there were meteors and shooting stars flashing all about in the sky. Very beautiful. So One bright. of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life, honestly. It was absolutely gorgeous. And it was, yeah. like, perfect weather, too. It was, like, I want to say mid-60s, maybe low-70s. Absolutely. Like a nice cool not wind. a cloud in the sky. We couldn't even find the moon. It was actually kind of weird. No, yeah. It was beautiful. I've never seen the sky turn, like, completely white for a second. Like, it was crazy. Oh, yeah, some yeah. Of those, some of those meteors were bright, dude. Like, literally the only thing I would have asked for regarding the conditions of the night was a little less light pollution. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Was that the night that I... like, the 12 RVs around us. <laughs> yeah, they all had their, like, decorative lights. Or, was like, a TV going on. that I made you guys brats, or was that... Yeah, that was yes. that night. <laughs> yeah, because, no, way, you wouldn't have had time to so cook good. dinner before you left. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, David uh, cracked out Brian's brand new skillet and fried us up some cheddar... Was it just, was it cheddar it or was cheddar, cheddar bacon? Yeah. yeah, cheddar bratwursts. They were delicious. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Excellent you know, cook. I think it had to do with that skillet and maybe just being in the outdoors because like within a week after we got back I was like dad we got to buy this brand of bratwurst it was amazing and we bought it and it was like mediocre and I was like what what it's because it, it didn't it's have so... that it didn't have that campfire smoke to it did you it's season like, them at all like David drinking... no. no it's like drinking um soda out of a glass bottle it just tastes better when it's in certain conditions yeah or like, like Mexican coke bottle, it, yeah or like mm. Yeah, it's like drinking drinking soda out of a glass bottle or or eating brats at a camp. It just tastes better mm. in the moment. Actually, I guess technically to... Mexican Coke is not a very good comparison because there's that there's a literal ingredient <laughs> difference there. But that yeah. doesn't mean it still it still tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, first day comes and goes. We sleep through the night. Uh, I didn't have any trouble sleeping. I don't know about you guys, but. It took me a, a, a decent amount of time because I was listening to all the wildlife make sounds. So. <laughs> Probably all of which were making love. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I mean, that's kinda, <laughs> if you think about it, that's all animal sounds are. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, I did hear I did hear a pack of coyotes out in the distance at one point, though. Yes, yes, I think I heard those too. 
Yeah, that sounds familiar. Oh, okay, wait. Was it the first day when the wind, like, took our inflatable donut, <laughs> like, lime inflatable <laughs> thing? No, that was the second day. That was the yeah, second first day. day we didn't do it. The second day was when we went to the beach. Yeah, the second well, I thought we went to the beach was... both days. No, it was just the second day. Okay, yeah. well, so, okay. A little more additional context. Because the first there's day. There's an addition like... to the boat ramp. There's a beach at the lake, and also, um, you can take, like, canoes. <laughs> out onto the lake and there's like fishing spots as well you know it's a lake it's what yeah. you do <laughs> so we we went on the beach and i i brought this like inflatable what was it like a lime it was a kiwi it was, it a, was kiwi. a kiwi or something and it was it, and it was like giant too it was like big and it's it was like windy giant, that day all three of us could fish, fit on it yeah we were all screwing around with it but you know eventually <laughs> it we took got us like 45 minutes to inflate the thing because oh, it was yeah. so big that you yeah, need we did, like a we pump. We didn't have a pump, yeah, so we were just like taking turns rolling <laughs> into it. And we we're all like, like super lightheaded. Yeah, we're, we're like passing out in the water and stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, we should be clear. We had a pump. We just didn't bring it to the beach That's with us. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what but, was it? Uh, we didn't want to go back and grab it or something like that? Yeah, it was because it was, yeah, something like that. But we... We, we, we eventually we got exhausted and we, we came back out of the water and sat on the sand and we put the, the inflatable next to us on the, on the ground, but we didn't weigh it down. So the wind picked it up and it <laughs> no, just, we, no, it, correction, like, correction. We put a collection of small rocks that on was the after of it. it blew. <laughs> that was after. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We didn't do well, anything at then, first. That, and then the wind then picked it up and it landed perfectly <laughs> on its side and just rolled down the beach like a giant like quarter down almost, on a table almost took out, took out a couple kids too yeah. it was amazing and i just took off running after it and i assumed that you were following you both were following me but yeah we were we were no no not initially but and i, I, I took was off running you, but i was following you but slowly because i knew there was no way i was going to be able to catch up to that so i was like i don't even and there's that's no fair, point in but, running but you know we had to get it back somehow and i took off running and as soon as i saw it almost take a kid out i was like we're sorry! <laughs> like to the people in the distance, it was kids they were. Oh my gosh. It was, like, it was so cinematic that it just was <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen. Oh man. It was, was so I funny. I didn't run. I sat there and yeah, laughed. That's what I did. <laughs> Mainly at my expense. I felt bad though because it was. I'm the one who brought it, even though like we were all three were using it. And I was the only one who took off after to try to get it back. I and then we, like... at first we weighed it down to like three rocks, but that didn't, that wasn't enough. We had to put like a pile of rocks on that thing to keep it down. It was insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and, th and then, okay, so the way that the beach is set up is there's a, obviously the beach leads directly into the lake, but obviously right, they yeah. have to put up, they have to put up a barrier so like people don't swim out too far and like. And the boats don't run over swimmers. Boats don't run over people. People don't yeah. like get caught way out in like the middle of the lake or something like that so there's this yellow barrier there that we all got on our raft and lewis and clarked our way out to this barrier which mm -hmm. is you know it's, it's a decent decent ways away from the beach maybe like 50 yards what would you guys say yeah and by the way if you're picturing if you're listening to this and you're picturing in your mind like a a rope with buoys on it that's not what it was it's like a big thick a hollow like PVC pipe. It's, PVC. it's like that's a giant floating, and it's cha it's got chains around it in, in certain spots to keep it, it generally in one place. So yeah. so we all go out there, and we're you know farting around on this giant yellow pipe out in the middle of the lake, almost not not the middle of the lake, you know by the beach. And yeah. I think 
we had the raft with us and one person was kind of like laying on it every now and again but like they got off for something and the wind oh, the yeah. raft like hit a wave or something like a small <laughs> little wave and the wind picked it up and basically just like flew it over our heads <laughs> over the yellow line flipped it upside down and it starts floating out <laughs> into the middle of the lake so <laughs> i don't remember who it was it might have been me one of us was like not again and like, oh no i remember i dove over the line and started swimming out after it as fast as i could and i went a decent ways away from the yellow line before i actually was able to like grab it because it's like perfectly round on the sides Very and slick slippery and hard to, and hard to like yeah get any leverage on it so when i finally grabbed it i like just climbed up on top of it or maybe i just drug it back and let it hold me while i floated with it so <laughs> from that point on someone had to be like the keeper of the floaty at yeah that point it was a little while chaotic we, <laughs> while we were out there it was hilarious but yeah very chaotic mm -hmm. and, I, and I, I got so much sand shoved down my shorts <laughs> gosh that was uncomfortable <laughs> we were sitting on the beach and we also, we canoed that day, and I... Uh, we did canoe that You day. guys wore t-shirts, but I made the mistake of wearing a sleeveless t-shirt because I was so hot. No, I, I wore a sleeveless t-shirt. Oh, you did? You know what? Yeah, that's right. One. You did too. I was the one that had a t-shirt. Yeah, we all three got burned, but Brian and I got burned really bad. Like... I... Okay, to be... Like, to clarify, I don't get... I don't burn easily. Neither do I. it was so freaking hot that day, and with us being on the water... And it reflecting off of that, sitting in a like really really hot canoe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was just I, there was no way I couldn't get burned. Like it, I got I got so burned. It, I mean, it, it was terrible. There was and there was no like trees to go under either. We were out in the middle. I of feel the lake. like I feel like there needs to be a little. We need to backtrack a little bit to before the canoeing even began. Oh yeah, trying to get the canoe to the water was a process. <laughs> But before even that, so, you know, we have the idea to go canoeing. It's a lake. You go canoeing on a lake, you know. You go out yep. on the water. So we go down to the, paddle. we go down to this, like, little shack that there's this, like, old dude that lives there, basically, that, like, gives you, signs the paperwork and gives you the canoe. It's actually a really hard process to get a canoe to go. You're not just, like, you don't show up with a wad of dollar bills and it's like, hey, I want a canoe for an hour, you know. Yeah, which so, is how it should be. And, and initially, they turn us away, and they're like, go to your own, you know, site master, and they'll give you a canoe. And then it was right. like, nope, that's not the case. And then we had to, like, go back. It was a little bit of a wild goose chase. Yeah, we had to go back and forth so many times. And we waited there for, like, 15 minutes before the guy actually even showed up. And he was like, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, he, I, just, I just think he doesn't like young people. No. Probably not. And we were like, oh, we just want a canoe, sir. Like surely you run this shack so he kind of looked us all up and down Ideally, and he don't was call like, you surely <laughs> yeah <laughs> at this point i'm I, i'm not you have to be 18 to i don't know if it was 18 to ride or just 18 to rent but he asked us are you all rental probably he asked us are you all 18 i was not at the time i'm not still I, i'm 17 but instantly i was like yeah we're all 18 we're fine and he was like okay <laughs> So then we were worried because we were like, well, what if he asks to see my ID? And I was like, you're not 18, you child. Get away from me. But it turned out he only wanted the ID of the person who was actually renting the canoes. So we just had Jake hand him his ID. Yeah. So that was done. And he was like, we took, we drove in my car at the time, which at the time was just like a Ford Taurus sedan that had mm -hmm. no 
towing capability, nothing on the it didn't top have, of it. Yeah, I was gonna say, it didn't have a roof rack either. It was just like a city car that you yeah. would go drive to work in. So he was like, how are you guys gonna get it down to the water? And we were like, I guess we could try tying it to the car. That didn't work, <laughs> it was way too big of a canoe. And he, so, he probably wouldn't have let us anyway. Because we were we didn't have anything to tie it with anyway. So what we had to end up doing was the three of us carried this canoe, like, oh, how far do you think it was, guys? It was across. First of all, it was across the campsite where the the canoe shack was in. I want to say a good couple through bushes and to the shore of the lake. Right. It was. I was gonna say a couple a couple hundred yards, maybe maybe more. I don't know. With a very heavy canoe, it was a very long and tedious walk. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's a canoe, so it's, it's cumbersome, it's unwieldy, it's heavy. And it's still, like, 100 degrees, mm -hmm. and we're all dying. <laughs> and, 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 like, you know, we... The guy, like, words? made us carry it. <laughs> the guy made us carry it in a certain way. So, like, the traditional way, especially when you've got three-plus people yeah, to carry a canoe, is you hold down. it over your head. That way you distribute the weight evenly to each person. But the guy wouldn't let us carry it that way for some reason. So, like, we had one person holding uh, the front, like, rope and another on the back. And then the third person, we just awkwardly, like, <laughs> put their arm in the middle and <laughs> hold on the side. <laughs> it was totally unfair. And there the, was the person in the middle was just, like, you know, cakewalking it. Essentially, there was two people carrying this case. Yeah. yeah, so we had to keep switching out because, obviously, the person in the front and the back had a lot of weight that they had to carry. Oh, it was brutal. It was fun though. Yeah, it was fun. Then we we, we went on the lake. Didn't use sunscreen at all. Got burned. Turned into <laughs> lobsters. And uh, we we came back to our site that night, and we we made dinner again. And and, and I had been checking the weather because uh, throughout the day, because uh, that day was supposed to be the peak of the meteor shower. And unfortunately, it was like, oh, oh storms are going to be rolling in. It's going to supposed to rain. Uh, but, you know, we were all like, rain, oh, what could go wrong? It'll just be a little right. white shower, you know. We'll stand out there naked and rub soap on our bodies. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a literal shower as well. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't do that. We but uh, No, we weren't. As, we, as the uh, night drew in, you know, and the sky began to darken, initially, like, there was no clouds directly above us. It was just kind of in a, a ring on the horizon, like in every direction. Like you just like look around and there is cloud. The storm was like surrounding us, but it was not over us. And I was like, oh man, is it gonna be? I, I got like excited for it to be like that the whole night. And unfortunately, my hopes were dashed on, on rocks and died because the storm <laughs> uh, came Thunder over us. came rolling over the hills. Yeah, and here's the, here's, here's the thing, right? So David had to go back a day early because he had to, he had to be. It was my first back day of in time school. for the first day of school, which was on a Friday. Let yeah, that sink in for a still, moment. That still bugs me. I'm so like, why the heck? That. The first day of school is on a Friday. Was everyone there? Like, did people actually show up to that? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally. It was so like, no one did anything in any of the classes. You sat there. They talked about what the class was about. You went to the next class and repeated the same thing. Yeah, and I guarantee you, it was it was pretty much the same thing on Monday too, because of the amount of people that would have skipped it. And was it like first day for everyone, or was it freshman first day? Because it was everyone. Freshman okay. was Thursday. Because well, I was gonna say I know you weren't a freshman, but you would you know it was your first day there. Period. Everybody was, everybody um, anyway, so he he left before it even started storming. Like he he left. 
and it was clear I did for have at least to drive back. I had to drive back in a lightning storm though. Which I was, was gonna fun. say you did you did get hit on the way back, right? Yeah, yeah. But not that know. bad, I imagine, because a because you were in a car and you were dry. <laughs> before it hit you guys, it hit the bridge that I had oh. to drive over. So. Right. Yeah, it was like coming from the direction <laughs> that you had to drive to get back home. Pretty much, and it was bad too. I couldn't see on. The, that was bad for you. Yeah. yeah. You're, well, you're, driving you were back, in a little thing made of metal. Yeah, you, you were, were in a protective covering, a dude. <laughs> On the way back, I was actually driving down the highway. Could barely see a thing. I'm driving, the sound of rain. I go under a bridge, and I say, a bridge. Everything's quiet, and then I come back out on the other side. It's just, just like, <laughs> again. <laughs> it's time for your guys' actual experience. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, of course. So, we, we see the clouds are now dark and overhead and rumbly and we are like a storm is coming we must prepare so like we we like hastily putting away all our our food stuff and then the, the skillet hatches. and stuff like i didn't even have a chance to properly clean the like cookware because we didn't want to get soaked so we were like you know shoved it all in a in a so box we, we we stopped tending the fire we just kind of let it burn out we were like either it's going to burn out or the rain will put it out either way nothing nothing to worry about there and we, yeah. we bailed into the tent we're like we'll just we'll just you know buckle down here for the night play cards for a couple hours and then go to bed it'll be fine maybe it wasn't maybe yeah not even an hour later you know the rain is beating down like it's getting to the point where like generally speaking when you when you when you got a tent the, the walls of the tent are water resistant but it's resistant not proof because it's only to a certain degree and if you if you've got rain beating up against the wall of a tent for a long enough period of time the wall will become soaked with water and it'll start to it'll become waterlogged and the water will start to soak through and that is exactly what happened on my side of the tent first <laughs> and and it not and like it was also like it was like insane rain. It was like blowing down and up under our <laughs> rain fly and coming down into the top as well. It was like coming at us from all angles. <laughs> and the I wind was blowing hard there. enough that the wall inverted and it was like pushing on me and I had to like scoot and, and move away. Like Brian and I got closer and closer together basically as the night progressed. And we were as like pulling all our clothes like away from the puddles. We had what? to like huddle in the middle because there was so much rain on the outside that there was hitting the walls like caving them in and just getting water everywhere we couldn't do anything yeah like in addition to the, the wet walls there were puddles forming on and on the floor inside of our tent and we we came to realize a bit later that the zipper of the front door was leaky so water was spraying in through there as well so my side of the tent wasn't safe the middle of the tent wasn't safe so we both moved over to Brian's side of the tent which eventually became unsafe as well so it was a wet fest I wish I could have been there to just yeah. be like, this is how we're gonna die. Yeah. And no. just general pro tip when you're camping, don't don't have anything um, in a tent pressing up against the wall because yeah. that'll get wet even before the wall becomes waterlogged because it'll be pressing up against the wall. You want you want the wall to not be touching anything, otherwise it'll get wet. Anyway, and and also on top of just everything being wet, we had a we had a campsite with electricity and we had a power ca- uh, like a a, a uh, extension cord running into our tent so it was like another layer of scariness on there and eventually no because i i remember i unplugged it before we went into the tent we no we had it plugged in while we were in the tent because remember we plugged our phones in and we tried to plug in the projector oh shoot you're right <laughs> yeah 
Oh, that's right, yeah, because we unplugged it before we left. Yeah, we, okay, just a little, <laughs> another side anecdote. Brian brought a portable, portable projector, and we, we were like, yeah, we're going to string up a sheet in the tent, we're going to watch a movie every night. And then he, he plugged it in and he turned it on and it overheated immediately. Because <laughs> it was so, so hot. It was so humid and hot that just like the fans couldn't take it. And it just attracted just bugs. Well, like, it wasn't even that. Like we, what we would do is we would just open the do the door to Brian's car and just leave it open whenever because we could, so we could just walk up <laughs> oh to it and grab God. gear whenever. I am still. And the overhead light that. stayed on, so it just got filled with gnats. At uh, one point of the day, I like opened the car and turned my <laughs> flashlight up towards the ceiling because I don't. I was looking for something, and I just like you could hardly see the ceiling. It was so covered in that. Uh, it was it was ridiculous. I was like, "What the heck is going on?" And then like I tried to pull. I tried to pull Jake's um, cooler out of the, out of Brian's car, and I ended up snapping the lid off. <laughs> oh yeah, we're okay. <laughs> we're getting all over the place. Wait, when was that though? Was that on day two? That was day two. Yeah. Okay. Day two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like broke so, the hinge. Anyways, the hinge, it was an after, old cooler. After the, after the tent like got almost flooded, we yeah, ended up like just we we sat in my car. It was like one a.m. We sat. Yeah, in my we had car. to bail to Brian's car, which was like, it was next to the tent, but we still had to like run through the rain, right? And I I had to run around the car and get in the, <laughs> get in the door. Like, super uncomfortable because we're like we're soaked sitting in this cramped car, yeah. and I had I had so much stuff behind my seat. It was like leaning forward. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like I'm like hunched over, cold and wet, and we we're intending to wait out the storm, like you know, hopefully it would go yeah, away. Yeah, we sat there for like two, three hours. Yeah, two or three hours, and we finally like look at the weather and like it's it's not gonna. Pass. Yeah, it was so not was, like, letting up. We were still like, in the middle of it according to the, the radar. Car and, and try to sleep out throughout the night, the night, or we can drive the 40, 50 minutes home in the rain at 4 a.m. and, you know, like, get a couple hours of sleep before we have to come back. Yeah, that's, then, ultimately, like, that's what we decided on, was we, because initially, I was yeah. like, maybe we can get a hotel nearby, and then Brian was like, we only, it's only a 40-minute drive, you moron, it's not worth it, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't phrase it like that, I was, what I said <laughs> was, I don't have the he money was like, it's for not a hotel, worth it. it's only 40 minutes, let's just drive home. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right, so I, like, I well, called my dad, I was like, dad, and I, <laughs> you know, this is, like, 2, 3 a.m. at this point, and I was like, so uh, we were getting the crap eaten out of us by Mother Nature. So uh, we decided to retreat and come home <laughs> tonight and sleep in our beds. And then we're gonna go back. We're gonna come back to the campsite tomorrow and pick everything up and and leave then. And he's like, you know, half half asleep. He's like, yeah, okay, all right, I'll see you when you get home. And I'm like, Dad, real quick before you go, can you? Can you get a bottle of aloe vera and three <laughs> painkiller pills ready for me when I get there? And he's Dude, like, that yeah, was I'll the have worst. it. Yeah, and and like... sure enough, yeah, he was he's standing there with a cup of ice water, a handful of pills, and then the aloe vera was waiting inside uh, wow. on the couch. It was like, what so it was a 40-minute drive back to your house, and another 20-minute back to, uh, to drop you off, and then another 20 minutes for me to drive back to my house. So that's an hour drive for me. And I get home, I think it was like 5 o'clock, I'm I'm creaking, my bones are creaking, and my, my <laughs> bones. sunburn is like rubbing all over my my clothes, and I'm like in so much pain. I'm like, oh yeah, we couldn't wear almost, shirts without being in pain. Yeah, I'm like practically like crawling to the door of my apartment <laughs> while it's pouring. <laughs> I finally get in there and like get into my apartment, like trying not to wake the dog, and I'm like, oh jeez, I gotta go. Did you wake up, uh, Addy? Yeah, I woke. Unfortunately, I woke her up. I was like, I didn't. I felt bad, but I was like, I I wasn't gonna sleep on the couch because we had a crappy couch at the time. 
So like I'll just I'll, I'll work my way into the bed. I'm like I'll, I'll try to lay down here. I ended up like not not using a blanket because I was like this is just it's too painful to Can't have put anything, anything on, on your my body. body. <laughs> yeah, I had to request oh. off the the next um, shift that I was working because I couldn't raise my arms like above my oh. shoulders. It was it was Man, bad. You guys yeah. had and I bad. ended up my healing so bad too. My, my mother was loving wear, it though. She loves that kind of thing. <laughs> I had to wear long sleeves at work for the next like two weeks because my arms were peeling so bad. Like it was, mm. it was awkward for me to have my sleeves up. Oh, are you kidding? I didn't care about that. I was like, let my skin cells well, fall on this thing. person's I, package. <laughs> the thing is, like, I work in a grocery store. I'm handling people's food. Uh, I don't that's want fair. that. I don't want them to be looking at that and be like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Did you want some extra skin on your pizza, <laughs> sir? <laughs> You pull out like a cheese grater and you just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Stop it. Somebody brings their salad in and you're like, have some Parmesan cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, waiter, this uh, Parmesan tastes kind of weird. <laughs> Dude, that was. It's that was a. Uh... With my flesh. <laughs> that, that Welcome to Subway, like... sir. Eat flesh. <laughs> 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 New slogan. Yep. That trip was amazing, though. It was, it was, yeah. It was 50 50 for me. It was, it was 50% amazing and super fun, and then 50% just torture. The me- Okay. I would say it, it was, was probably like 40, 60 for me, 60 great, 40%. 100% torture in the moment, and yeah. then afterwards, <laughs> it's, it's just fun to look back at it. Yeah, we can, we can look back and laugh at it now. Yeah. Now, That's our true. next camping adventure, we can go farther out from where we live. We can go even further we, beyond. We need to make sure we actually look at the weather this time because I don't remember if we. I don't think we looked at the weather last time. We were just like, "Hey, cool meteor shower." All right, yeah. sweet. Let's do it. <laughs> also, we need to actually go over the list before we call it and head out because we like skimmed them and we're like, "Yeah, we got what we need." And I ended up having to buy like a like a nine dollar oh, towel right. at Walmart. Yeah, because yeah, then we went to Walmart and we still up, bought a it. crap ton of stuff, dude. We all bought fishing I, poles too. That that trip just that emptied my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing left after that. <laughs> oh yeah, I bought like a couple fishing poles from Walmart.com, and we were like, "All right." And I gave one to David, and he like went to cast it, and it, like fell apart in his hand. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So then, what is it? David and I went to Walmart, or we went to Walmart, and David and I got poles, and they worked so much better than the ones you had brought with you. Oh yeah, I was like, so bad, like the and they were like relatively the same price too. I was so angry. Yeah, they're like ten dollars. <laughs> I actually I still have mine. It's actually still it good. literally just collapsed in my hands, dude. <laughs> like the- I'm. I'm s- I'm still the, proud I caught the biggest fish that week. The the, the biggest me. fish. <laughs> the biggest fish. All right, I think. Yeah, we were we were unprepared because like Brian and I we were getting groceries at Walmart at at the like near the campsite, and I was like on the phone with David like David wait before you leave town grab this real quick from my house. <laughs> I did have some of the best little like pizza pan things I've ever had. Oh yeah, we, we bought Lunchables pizza kits, and then yeah. we took the pizza sauce and the cheese, and we put them between two slices of bread, and I put them in a hobo pie maker, a campfire maker thing, and we put them in the fire, and then I just so ate good. the crust like a cookie. Yeah, it was so good. Okay, that's one camping story down. Dang, Next and that one. took 40 minutes. <laughs> that took 40 minutes. Oh, we we took be... forever on the intro, but... Unless anyway. we blow through these next few, this is going to take a while. <laughs> no, I... I um, go ahead. I welcome it. So, let me see. Brian, I think right. you're up. 
<coughs> senior camp moments. <laughs> for context, um, this is like high school. Yeah, I was I was about to go. Age. In there. Okay, so okay, yeah, for sorry. Context, <laughs> I'm at senior um, camp. <laughs> senior um, citizens. School, it's a high school church camp. Um, it's like as soon as you go into high school till the year you graduate, or, or like maybe the year after you graduate. I can't remember. Yeah, you yeah, can go the, the year, summer after you graduate as well yeah, as the, the summer, summer before. You as a senior. Um, but there's a tradition, and David, I don't I don't know if they did it this year or not because I wasn't there. But there, there's a tradition that has been going for years and years, um, where if it, uh, your first year of camp on like the last night that you're there, if you're a guy at least. You go out and you have to do some stupid thing to earn your man card. Ah, uh, yes, the man card. Um, it used so. to be, it used to be, and this is kind of this kind of bothered me because back when my brother was going, it used to be like actual manly stuff. Like you either you had to have the biggest guy, like the the biggest burliest guy in the camp, punch you in the chest or something, or you had to like eat a plate full of peppers without taking a drink or something. Like it was actual like manly stuff. By the time we were going, it was like it dwindled it dwindled down to like stupid pickup lines was about the gist of everything yeah or go steal the the ball from the middle of the gaga yeah ball like game. go go steal a, a ball from the middle of a, of a game and like just basically right take away. off with it like it was it was dumb stuff like i wish yeah. it was still mainly stuff but <coughs> for some reason the, uh andrew was in charge of it that year when i was going because he was the senior gaming like the dumbest pickup lines like he they they were both poop related so Wait, what were they? I want to know now. I, I'll, I'll get that okay. here in a second. But I'm like the most unsociable person in that class, okay? And he gives me the most annoying, most awkward pickup lines to go give to these two random girls that I've never met. Because <laughs> I mean, I couldn't give it to somebody I did know because that was weird. Not that it wasn't weird otherwise, but like, and they like picked out a random, random girl in the crowd and they're like, all right, go give this line to her. And then I had to do it to a different girl. And it was like the first girl I'd go up and because I'm un- I'm a, not a social person, I don't do well. First of all, talking to people I don't know, and second of all, at that time, I don't do well talking to girls either. Mm, yeah. So trying to give this pickup line was like the most awkward thing I have ever done. <laughs> and I had to walk. I had to walk up, and th- she's got like four friends around her too. So it wasn't just this mm. one girl. And that's and typically how like, it went too. Is you had to like flirt with someone in front of their friends. Yes, and so. This, so this is the first one I had to give, and it's a pretty common. It was like, hey, you, like, hey, um, I poop, and I know you poop, so can I have your number? Oh yeah, oh we have so much in common, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was like, it got, I obviously got shut down because that's never gonna work on anybody. Uh, and <laughs> but if you like, were a booger, I'd pick you first. <laughs> I had to like walk away defeated, like, and be like, oh man, that's the kind of suck. I don't know if that's really a defeat though. You're, I mean, the <laughs> the ex- expectation there was that she was gonna turn you down. <clears throat> Is it really that's a fair. loss if you already knew you lost? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. But then my second one was even weirder. Okay, so. Like, if she would have said yes, that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the second one I had to give could have been phrased a little better, but the way they had it written down, they gave me, it was just kind of, I just kind of memorized it and read it out to her. But I'd walk up to her and be like, hey, girl, my love for you is like diarrhea. I just can't hold it in. Oh, yeah. And she just, like, she, like, stared at me. Like, I had just said the dumbest thing she has ever It's heard a liquid. <laughs> and I was like... Like she didn't say anything. My she love just is like diarrhea. It's a liquid. <laughs> it's a liquid. <laughs> but I, I, she stood there and stared at me like for a solid two minutes and didn't say anything. So I was just like, 
Okay, and I just turned around and walked off. I, like, <laughs> I, I couldn't stand there any longer. <laughs> my love for you is like diarrhea. It means there's something wrong with my body. <laughs> <laughs> how, to, how to insult somebody and give a pickle at the same time. Uh, it means there's something wrong with me. No, oh, I hate it. It means I ate something bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, then one since that was quick, I got one more story from from, and I'm kind of jumping around all the place. I'm not like sticking to one camp at a time here. Oh wait, you don't want to keep alternating? Well, I said I've got two quick stories. So that one, and then oh, okay. the Hollis Center, which obviously we have a story about later that Jake will go over probably. Well, we can also tackle it like earlier. That yeah. The Hollis Center is a camping ground for it's a Boy Scout campground, but we rent it, we used to rent it out every year in no, in like November. I don't think it's is it pre predominantly for scouting. Yeah, that's what Bob was telling me at least. I think you're thinking of Cub World, which is no? okay. not the same as Hollis Center. It just happens to be right there. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, I don't know. Hollis you might Center be right though. A, it was a campground that we rented out every year for our youth group so. to go spend a couple nights in. It was, and it, that is actually some of my favorite memories were at that camp or that campsite. But the, the very first year that we did it, um, the very first group that went, <coughs> we stayed in tents instead of cabins. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, I swear, dude, it got so cold that night, like it was freezing. Mmm, that's right. Um, the the first night we were there, we were cooking hot dogs and stuff over the fire and everything. We had like our our poker sticks, and. For some reason, we thought running with those hot poker sticks was a good idea. Oh, I don't remember that. Because <laughs> we had, well, not everybody did it, but there was some of us who were like, we got our hot dog cooked and we had to turn and like bolt down the sidewalk to the gazebo in order to get the buns and everything. And so I turned, I started taking off running and I dropped my hot dog on the ground. Oh, so Rick, I, you I hate to see I, it. I stopped to bend over, pick it up, and I, I stood up and turned right as Zach Salazar is running up behind me. Oh, with his hot poker stick out. <laughs> oh. And it ended up going through my arm. Not, like, all the oh. way through the middle of my arm, but, it, like, it caught like, the outside of my skin. It caught your flesh. Mm. Yeah, and, like, went through. And I actually still have a scar here. It's not oh, very visible now, but there's dude. still a little oh. scar from when it, like, poked through my skin and got oh, through so my arm. So painful. I bet you it were like, ah. so bad. It didn't bleed, but it hurt really Well, yeah, bad. it, it just, like, itself? instantly yeah. cauterized. <laughs> like a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was Jeez. funny. I was looking at that the other day, and I was like, I can't believe I still have that scar. Dang. It's like a little pink white flesh mark. You know, Gross. you know what? I have a little uh, boy scouting tidbit that occurred at that at the Hollow Center. Um, if, if you allow me to tell it real quick, this was not planned on my little list though. That's um, all right. So I was there with um, you know my troop, and mm -hmm. one of the older kids. He's the the son of the. The, 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 uh, there's a leadership position in the troop. It's not scoutmaster, but he's like in charge of. It's like the advancement coordinator, something like that. Like he's the right, one you right. go to when you you finish your requirements and you want to get the next rank, or when you when you want to meet the requirements for a merit badge, you talk to him. And his son uh, was uh, an older scout, still partaking in the program, and he he stayed there like way longer than he needed to. And, because uh, he wanted to be a leader and a good influence on us young boys, and I, I, I admire that. So that's an admiral, you know, solid leadership quality right there. But anyway, we had this like giant paper bag full of uh, like kindling. I mean, we were just you know, tossing it in the fire throughout the night to feed the flame and keep it burning. 
And as we, one does. We emptied it pretty quickly because it wasn't all the way full. And uh, the the kindling, I mean, it, it was it was uh, actually pretty big. It was not just all kindling. It was also like wood, like mm-hmm. uh, logs. And so this this older guy, Carter, he he takes the bag and he just like sets it on top of the fire without what? like tearing it up at all or anything like that. And he's like, there, that should do it. And then my dad was like, hey, Carter, have you ever heard of a little thing called a hot air balloon? And, he, and then as if on cue, he's like, well, actually, you know, now that you mention it, and as, as if on cue, the bag rose up out of the, <laughs> off of the fire and into the sky and just started floating away. And because we are Boy Scouts and they nail, they nail you know, the hammer safety and into your head we had to like you know fire safety way to chase after that thing and make sure it didn't set anything on fire so we were just like chasing after this burning bag as it floated through the air it didn't it didn't catch anything on fire though we just landed have you ever heard of a hot air balloon (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye okay all right so he put it he put it down to where like the opening was on the fire yeah i mean i think he tore the side a little bit so it was kind of more flat but yeah it filled up with hot air and just still took off (laughs) it was so funny uh, but yeah, okay, I'm going to pass the baton on to you now, David. All right, let's see. In terms of in terms of camping, we have no camping. No, <laughs> I was about to quote that exact meme. <laughs> I don't have too much camping experience, but I do have a, a couple stories from uh, junior camp, senior camp, the Hollis Center. And um, I was actually thinking of one. I went, so I went over to my friend's house once. He lives up in, like, out in Lawrence, maybe. He lives up in like northern Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> <Up>. He lives up. <laughs> but me and a bunch of our friends spent the night at um, his house, and we decided to go to set up a tent and go camping in the graveyard he has in his backyard. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually pretty cool. There's an old Civil War general buried there. Which it's totally is not right out of a kind of you know, cool. horror movie at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was so, you know, we set up our, our tent. We mess around. He's got a pool in the backyard. He goes swimming for a nice, little bit. Nice. And, you know, we, we settle down for the night, and we're all in our cabin. Me and Carson, we stay up for, like, two hours in a, like... YouTube nightcore music live stream just watching people roleplay for like two hours. (laughs) Yeah, it was so much fun. But, you know, when it was actually time to go to bed, settle down, I don't know what it is, but all the the sounds of nature keep me up for a a little bit before I fall asleep. Yeah, they start to... There's just so much clashing that my brain's trying to register it all and doesn't just turn off. But as I'm trying to sleep, everyone's in the tent, right? As we're sleeping, I hear footsteps outside of the tent, like walking around. And keep in mind, we are in a graveyard, so uh, I'm <laughs> no, a little. It's just Scooby Doo in the gang. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little perturbed by this 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 revel- revelation. But some of the guys <laughs> had like decided to go inside and sleep because it wasn't comfortable outside because they're lame. But. Um, I, mean, I, I figured prepare, it. I, I figured it might have been one of them, but the thing is, like, they maybe come came from inside to like grab something from the tent or something. And uh-huh. but um, I threw that idea out of the window really fast because if you go out the back door, there's a motion triggered light that reached that all the way to the t- would have turned that on. Would've, that would have triggered. So I was like, mm. 
I'm gonna ignore that and pretend I'm sleeping. <laughs> so in the morning, I decided to ask around. Everybody that was in the tent heard it. And everybody said, like the people that weren't said it wasn't them. They never went outside. So I was like, I don't know, man. That's pretty sus. Week on unsolved mysteries. <laughs> yeah, basically, Buzzfeed unsolved much. Oh my gosh. So that was a nice, a nice little story mysterious that I had tales for that. Of mysterious mysteries. Exactly. What? And um, me and my dad tried to go camping once, and we went down to Hillsdale Lake. Actually, we found another little site. We. We got there. It was it was dark, and for some reason we decided <laughs> not. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but we did. We, did you bring a boat with you? No. <laughs> okay. So when you got there, did you pull up to uh, two <laughs> yeah, people and started, say, "Hey, can we have that lot?" We no, started kidding. We we started accosting a random couple who was just trying to settle down. <laughs> Actually, because there was well, when the guy who pulled up and harassed couple. us, he had a kid. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It was me from a different timeline. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, we decided it would be a good idea to set up the tent later and just make some food and popcorn and eat first. Okay. So as we're eating, I see lightning and thunder rolling across the hills toward <laughs> us. And I was uh, like... Always a good sign. I was like, Dad, that storm's kind of coming our way, isn't it? <laughs> so, um... That's yeah, thunder. We ended, we ended up getting rained out. We tried to wait it out in, like, one of the bathrooms that was close by. <laughs> but uh, it was it was too bad. Oh, we had to leave. bathrooms at Hillsdale just leak. The bathrooms yeah. at Hillsdale are like back rooms type bathrooms. Like they're except horrifying. for the one, I will say the like the where in the the campsite where we went to the canoe shack was. Uh, that was like a new that bathroom campsite. was magnificent. And the, the bathrooms are nice there. Yeah, like I would poop there. <laughs> I would also I would also poop there, and that's not in public. That is a privilege being able to poop in a bathroom. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah possible episode idea states you would poop in states i would like to poop in a gaseous state no (laughs) off my list what state of matter are you in (laughs) but so that's that's another one of my that was a very short camping trip for me (coughs) and uh, the only exciting camping stories that I can think of, which I don't know if one of you wanted to tell it or if you wanted me to tell it, was the uh, the Hollis Center incident. Mm. <laughs> the incident. I think we can all three tackle yeah. it just like we did at the beginning of the episode. All right. Uh, we all start at the same time. Okay, ready? All right. Well, so hold once on. upon a time, 2016, we all went. To- <laughs> <laughs> so, um trying to think of anything else that happened i do have a story from the most recent time we went <laughs> to uh senior camp it's it's i don't think it's i don't think it's that inappropriate so i'll go ahead and i'll go ahead and tell it but basically me and my friends we had you know the oh shoot you know the, the, the bean the, tree yeah you know that like the barracks of senior camp that's just like the long the big long building house yeah Yeah. that's where we were and there's like little to no air conditioning me and my friends were in this like alcove of a box yeah for context this is in like miamisburg ohio middle of the summer sweltering it's humid and hot and it sucked but (laughs) one night (laughs) in the middle of the night colton i was sound asleep colton woke up in the middle of the night and heard I don't know how well you guys can hear that. I can hear he it, heard, yeah. He heard this sound. <laughs> His mind, he said, I know what's happening. Who's doing it? First thing he does is look at me. 
who's across from him. We were both on the top bunks. He looked at me for some reason. Were you but awake too? I was not awake. I was okay. asleep for this. But according to him, he sat up instantly and was like, where? And we had narrowed it down to two suspects. We narrowed it down to either Jackson or Benjamin Alexander. Oh, okay. All right. If we're talking about unsavory things, maybe we keep last names out of it, eh? My bad. Benjamin person. Anyways. I can a... maybe cut that audio out. All right. That's, yeah. ju that's just a recommendation for the future. I'm right. sure, I, I I'm sure there are plenty of Benjamin that. Alexanders out there, but... I usually try to keep it that way. It was just a like a cut up in the story. My bad. No, that's absolutely fair. I'm not, and I'm not trying to call you out on it either. I'm just you yes, know, you are. Sure we're You're all trying weird. to Bro. put me down and make me feel horrible. <laughs> You're off of this podcast. No, I'm <laughs> Bro, speaking of really hot nights at camp, and <laughs> speaking that of really so hot nights at senior camp that ended up being the weather ended up getting really warm and humid. I should say, um, it was. It was actually, we were in the, the same building, the, yeah. the barracks. Senior camp has a lot um, of hot nights. <laughs> yeah, um, but the same, same building, the barracks, we, uh, there was one day where the power went out in that building. And so the AC, the AC which were the, like window AC units, which just sucked anyways, mm -hmm. they weren't working that night. And so it was really, really hot. And so they brought in like this giant industrial fan. Oh, I think I remember. And stuck this. it, stuck it by the door and faced it towards the rest of the room. So we like, I mean, it was really, really loud. But yeah, I mean, and they ran, they had to run cords to air. another building. Yeah, and so I mean, at least got some air. But there's like four or five of us in the very back of the cabin, behind a wall that like we could, we weren't getting air because it, I mean we were behind a wall. Mm. So in like the middle of the night, we all like we're all really hot, so we got out of bed and laid our mattresses right in front of the fan oh, so we yeah. could like stay cool and then jake gets up to go to the bathroom and like Wait, accidentally me? kicks yes it was you <laughs> he like accidentally kicked one of us and was oh, like i don't remember that what the heck are you guys doing out here <laughs> <laughs> like go, go back to your bunks <laughs> we're like dude we're, we're sweating our butts off back there <laughs> give us a break <laughs> i um at the hollis center um <laughs> the guys always sleep in kind of this like little log cabin but we all sleep on the floor in our sleeping bags and one night gabe went to go to the bathroom literally <laughs> walked across me like from head down to toes just walked across me to the bathroom and it woke me up and he went Oh, sorry and then kept walking <laughs> it's like you've seen that video of the it's like a dash cam and it's of the car in front of the person who's got the dash cam and the car is like the front of it There's is on the crosswalk and this guy walks up steps up onto the hood walks across the hood steps down <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> i thought of a another one before i mentioned that one and i knew that i was gonna forget it if i said that gabe walked across me but now i can't remember it i think it had uh, something to do with senior kid but i don't remember Gabe and his, his camera phone. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Gabe used to take pictures, not not inappropriate pictures. I, I have to okay, add. you, you can't just say he used to take Sorry. pictures and then stop. <laughs> used to take pictures. <laughs> Dirty no, but, pictures. So, he never. He didn't take inappropriate pictures, but the way he took the pictures made it seem like something inappropriate was going on. Like David you... was sitting in his bed with his legs pulled up. And a pillow in between his legs, <laughs> hugging it. And he wasn't wearing a shirt, so all you see in the picture is his legs, his pillow, and his arms wrapped around. I his had pillow. shorts on. I had shorts on. But like you couldn't really see them because they were rolled up. <laughs> so like, 
<laughs> you couldn't tell what was going on, but it was just like part of you didn't want to know. Oh, oh I remember gosh. the I remember the story I was gonna tell. It's senior camp. So me and Brian, right? We're hanging out, we're walking around. He knows where it's going. We're hanging out. We're walking around on uh, the basketball court. It was. Oh. We're chilling. Okay. We're talking to each other. You know, having a good time like buddies do. And one of us, I don't remember who it was, looks over, like in the distance and we're like oh dude look at all those clouds like that looks like a storm like and <laughs> that we seems to be a recurring theme in your stories <laughs> there is a recurring theme there's a lot of rain when i go camping but basically we can see the rain falling down we're like oh dude that looks so cool and we notice that this rain is rapidly approaching us <laughs> the storm is blowing towards the camp <laughs> and it's coming very fast like it's on the far end of the camp already probably like it's already way past the paintball course at this point like mm -hmm. maybe even like almost to like the girls cabin or the the one girls cabin that has like the vending machines if you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah okay yeah yeah the one that's so, like separate yeah brian and i are like run <laughs> so we start racing back to our cabin as this rain is just sweeping across the camp like we're watching people it was like a, a battlefield like we're watching people get knocked down people are like taking shots to the back falling over <laughs> it was quite humorous we're we like get watching the rain just roll over just everything. just before the rain gets to us we both jump up onto the porch of our cabin that has like a roof over it basically and we like oh it, oh you were on the little had, sink the little, cabin, little cabins we, it was cabin yeah one. we had oh, cabin okay. one so it was like right on the edge of the basketball court so we, we were oh, just nice. able to get there just in time before the rain hit us it swept through it was so the fast. funniest thing it, we're watching our friends like just try to get there and there were, some of them were just walking accepting defeat <laughs> in the rain it was it was hilarious <laughs> it was awesome resigning to their fate. Okay, so we were going to start on the Hollis Center incident, and then we got very much sidetracked. That's well, true. no, I haven't gone through all my stories yet. I have a plethora. Alright, why don't you If you, if why don't you we allow take me. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go you ahead. do that. Okay, well, this next one is called... I, I have, like, a list of stories that I wanted to tell, and I, uh, I also... and they're all, like, named, right? Uh-huh. So, I called this one... <laughs> Destroying Spencer's leg in Cub Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> okay, so uh, in, in my uh, Cub Scout pack, so you're in Cub in Cub Scout and Boy Scouts. The group of like Scouts that you're in is called a troop, and in Cub Scouts, it's a pack. It, no, it's I'm sorry, it's a den, and then the group of dens is called a pack. I think right. I, I I might have that backwards. Actually, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but. You get the idea. The point is, where I was with, so the, I'm talking about my group in Cub Scouts, and we all went to the same elementary school, and in both um, Cub Scouts and elementary school, there's this kid named Spencer, and he was, um, I wouldn't quite call him a bully, but he he definitely like, you know, he he messed with people in a, an antagonistic way, and and very quickly became that annoying guy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, no one really liked him, which was unfortunate, uh, and he didn't really like anyone. Uh, so, and, and and he and I in particular, you know, butted heads a lot. So we we are on this camp out where we we went out to we took the train to uh, Nobnoster, and it's at the end of the journey. Uh, the dads are all getting together, 
and that they're talking and and uh, i don't even remember why spencer and i were talking to each other but i i was holding my walking stick uh like not on the gr- it was not touching the ground and i was like holding it in front of me and he like said something and he kicked the bottom of it and it went into my face and it split my lip open and i started bleeding and oh. i got like super angry i was seeing red and so I, I, but I, and i was like at an age where i was like i didn't care about you know suffering a, a punishment for, for retaliating <laughs> but i knew you. that if i i knew if, if i was going to retaliate it had to be at the right time i couldn't just <laughs> do it otherwise i might get stopped preemptively before i could exact my revenge right and so <laughs> I like I I bid I bided my time I bid my time whatever I lay in wait and uh, you know a couple minutes later the dads all got together and they were like hey let's take a, a dad picture before we head out yeah all right and so they're all like standing together and they give Spencer the camera and I was like yes the opportunity has come so he's like holding the camera he's like lining up the shot he's like all right everyone get ready and smile and say cheese and I <laughs> snuck up behind him blood on my face and death in my eyes and i <laughs> freaking kicked him as hard as i could in his leg and he went he went like and, and i kicked him right as he took the picture and, and he went down and he started crying and so because it was right when he took the picture every day in the picture is making like a like a face of like oh like like oh no except for his dad who is still beaming widely <laughs> but as ironic and as funny as that may seem initially i would later go on to find out uh that he was suffering some problems at home uh, it, it, not to be a downer but of course uh, you know i kicked him he went down i still you know suffered the consequence but my dad was like hey, i mean he made you bleed and you didn't make him bleed so uh, yeah, it, it, we're, we're gonna punish him worse obviously uh <laughs> But don't do that again, son. Self defense. So good, good for fighting how, back. How did you? How did you kick him? Did you like straight forward with the tip of your shoe, or was it like from the side? Or? I, I think I came a little to my memory. I came a little to the side. I think I hit him either in like the shin or the knee. Like oh, I know, I know I was it was the lower say, leg, and was he went the, down was, and he started crying. If it was the knee, I was gonna say that's. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that picture. Oh, I'll have to show it to you sometime. Yeah, it's it's like it's still we have like a big version of it uh, hanging on the freezer in my in the basement. <laughs> it's just like there on the front on the door. Uh, but yeah, that is the it is like a legendary story now. Awesome. In my family. And and yeah, the dad's faces all look so funny because they're all just like contorted and like like oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta hurt. That's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then, moving on from that story, uh, we're going to... It's This takes place at around the same time. Like, I'm still a kid. I'm young. I'm at junior church camp. So, like, elementary school age uh, with, with a group of friends. And I think, Brian, you were there. And a storm rolls in, as, he, as it does in nature. And every everything is wet. Another storm in a camping trip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything is wet. The uh, you know the lake water level is up higher than it's been in a while, and there are puddles everywhere. And so, uh, you know, me and my group of like friends that I'm with, we're standing on our porch, and some of us are in the doorway of the cabin, and we're just kind of watching the rain fall. And suddenly, a there's like a 
a projectile sails past us and hits the wall next to the door and it missed everyone and we're like what and we like look to where that came from and this kid is uh laying in a puddle on on like that had formed on the like combination dirt gravel trail like walking trail um near the front of the cabin and he's like you know giving us like a goofy smile and he's like thro- like he's not saying anything he's just throwing mud mud uh claws at us <laughs> And, and we're like, oh, oh, take evasive action, right back in the cabin. We're like, close the door, right as one hits the door. And we're like, like watching him from the window. And he like, you know, he gives us a, a sly grin and then he turns around and he moons us. Just oh, full gosh. on, full moon, pale white butt cheeks out, out in the sun. And we're like, oh, and we're like, trying to put the blinds down and like look away. Is that one of like your guys' like troop members? No, this was a church camp. Oh <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, yeah, it was one of our <laughs> one of, one of from our church. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a uh, that was memorable. That's and awesome. I think it, that was the same year um, that my dad caught this massive catfish. Uh, and and like, I don't remember. I think like it the the hook got all, you know, jerked around inside the body and it of the fish and it like when he reeled it up. It was like bleeding heavily, so he like held it in his hands to get a picture with it, and then he like he had his hands were covered in fish blood, right? So he like went up to a kid and he did the like fake taking your finger trick off. He's like, hey kid, check this out. And he rolled his hands were covered in blood, and the kid was like, ah. I love oh, your good dad. times. Okay, and now we're gonna fast forward some years. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fast forward into like late middle school very early high school uh to camp geiger which is the uh summer camp you go to in the boy scouts where you earn you can earn like geiger (laughs) six merit badges you can like you can take actually i don't know what the maximum is but you can take uh multiple classes in a a schedule kind of like high school or college where you like go from class to class right and by the end of the week you've earned a merit badge for whatever class right and this this camp is in St. Joseph, Missouri, and just like in Kansas, they're no stranger to uh, severe weather. And part of the the protocol there is they have like uh, you know a siren to let us know when a storm is rolling in, and it's bad enough that we need to evacuate to uh, storm shelters, which they also have on site. And they can they get pretty bad. They got pretty bad over the years. And this is I believe this is the first year I was ever there at Camp Geiger. And uh, this is before I have had what I have now is generally when I go to like camps like this, I'll bring my camel back. It's not actually a camel back, but I just it's like a colloquialism, like you say, off off brand or Kleenex. Yeah, it's it's it basically it's a backpack with a water bladder in it, and that's what yeah. I use all the time now. But before I had that, I had this like red and black, uh, like modernized canteen with a sleek white lid on it that flipped open, and you just drank from it. It's it's pretty nice. I still have it. Uh, but and, it, and you sling it over one shoulder like a traditional canteen, and uh, that's what I had been toting around all week. And it's important to note that I had started to get to get accustomed to having that little bit of extra weight on my shoulder, right? Because right. like the whole time you're there, they're hammering into your your head, hydrate or die. Because it's you know summer camp, middle of summer, sweltering heat, very hot. Um, sun is beating down on you if you don't hydrate you will start to suffer 
uh, you know, health-wise. Like, I, I got dehydrated there one year, and, like, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make it. That's a different story <laughs> for another day. Uh, but anyway, so one night a storm rolls in, and it's bad enough that they have to turn on the sirens, you know, oh, and scary. and we and they're like, a severe storm has rolled into the area. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna sound awful on the audio. Report to the storm shelters immediately, in an orderly and calm fashion. Report Terrifying. to the storm shelters. <laughs> and the, and the these apocalypse has begun. <laughs> and like, depending on what campsite you're in, this can either be like, you know, a brief. Uh, three-minute walk or you could be crossing the entire camp <laughs> so we were i think we were like in the middle of that like you know somewhere between that in the middle of the camp and we're we're making our way we're running to the uh the rain shelter and and you know the way they train you when you're in, in general when you're evacuating in an emergency but you know also in this situation particularly is you you want to have a go bag or just have like a couple essential things that you want to grab and right, go. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to spend too much time trying to bring everything with you or too many things with you that'll bog you down and end up having you get caught in the storm. And for those who don't I, know, a go bag is like a backpack or something that just has like all of the immediate supplies you may need. Yeah, that you might need while you're in shelter that you wouldn't it's, be so able to leave. So you literally just... It's a, bag, it's a bag that you can pick up and go with. Yeah, pick up and go. <laughs> yeah, and in this... In, in this the Minutemen of bags. <laughs> in this context, my dad had the go bag, but, uh, you know, I was still responsible for my canteen. So we're like, we're, you know, running across the camp in this torrential downpour. The wind is blowing against us. We're, you know, we're doing that, you know, have our hands in front of us. We're like braving through the storm. And I, and I, at this point I'm wearing a poncho to keep, to try to keep dry. And I look down and I don't see my canteen. I'm like, oh no, dad, I think I left my canteen at the campsite. I'm having to yell at him so he can hear me through this like rain. Right. And he's like, all right, you go on ahead. I'll get it and he hands the go bag <laughs> off to another like adult leader and he turns around and he runs off and disappears into the night Jeez. never to be seen again no I'm just kidding so, uh, <laughs> uh, but he, he disappears into the night that's I'm like, the story okay, how right. I lost my what dad. a brave man he's braver than I I I have no balls at this point no I'm just kidding yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know we, we I carry on with the rest of the group and we we get into the shelter and uh, we, we you know we start taking off our wet clothes to to keep dry because yeah and, and it's also getting a little chilly at this point because it's night the sun's not up and it's wet and the, you know it's important if you want to be warm you got to be dry so yep. i take off my poncho and lo and behold there underneath the poncho <laughs> is my canteen i just couldn't see it when i looked down earlier because my poncho was not transparent or translucent it was opaque because <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the kind that's basically you like sent, a garbage bag you right? sent your dad to so, die yeah over... that's literally the name of this story sending dad to his death at camp guy and i was like oh no and i turned around to to the nearest adult leader i was like Mr. John, you gotta call my dad and tell him to get out of this store before he dies. And he's like, don't worry, I'll call him on his phone. But there's no way you're gonna hear your phone in that weather. So I'm just sitting there, like oh in the corner, dad. in the fetal position, rocking back and forth, convinced that I just killed my dad, uh, <laughs> waiting to see whether or not he'll show up at any point. And you know, of course, eventually he did. And he's like, he like saw me and I like held, and the canteen was sitting next to me on the floor. He's like, you had it the whole time, didn't you? And I was like, yep, classic Jake. And he's like, oh whatever, I still love you, son. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he's still alive. You sent your dad to die <laughs> and you had it with you the whole time. Oh, I know, right? I felt so bad. Oh my uh, gosh. 
That's so funny. That's such a good story. <laughs> I know, right? It's like you one gotta of my go Cabe back, Dad. Yes, and then this final story before we get to the grand finale of, of the Hollow Center incident. All right. Uh, is we're gonna fast forward even more years. This is after I uh, actually got the rank of Eagle. I, um, being inspired by Carter, I uh, decided to remain with the the troop. You know, pass my ten years Eagle, uh, and try to be a you know leader and a mentor to the younger scouts and i went on a trip oh frick i don't remember where we went but we went to a lake because it was a kayaking trip and we were specifically going to this place so we could kayak there um and so one of the one of the kids is in this group uh his name was austin and he was kind of a he was an interesting character he was a he was a uh eccentric if you will and so at this campsite that we had, we only had like one wooden picnic table there, and uh, you know, the, the main part of the story—it's all in the evening, where where like uh, this takes place, where we're all preparing dinner for ourselves uh, around the campfire. And so at this point, uh, 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 everything—the whole surface of the main table—is covered in everyone's crap. Like all their gear is just—they put it on there, and they and they haven't bothered to move it in their tents yet. So. I had no choice but to start doing my setup on one of the benches of the, the table. And you know, at this point it's dark out, but uh, there's a lantern, there's like a big gas lantern on the, uh, to the table, and it's like on, and it's burning bright. And I also have a headlamp on my head that I'm using to light my way so I can see what the food I'm preparing. And I'm using a uh, folding, you know, hobo pie campfire maker thing. And I'm making I'm making a pizza thing again, actually, just like Yum. I did at, at Hillsdale. You can't go wrong with pizza. Wow. And this is like, you know, around 2017, 2018, maybe. Just for a little more context there. And I had already made one, and I had it open uh, on the bench, and I was um, getting ready to put more ingredients in for round two to have some seconds. And this kid Austin walks up, and he's and he's not paying attention. And, and he's not looking where he's going oh, and no. he goes and he sits down not oh, directly no. on the, 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 the metal part that was on the fire but on the handle close enough that it like burned him and he like sat back up and was like ah oh, my butt oh, <laughs> and I like turned no. him I'm like did you not could you not see what I'm doing right here and he's like no <laughs> it's dark out and that's like barely an excuse because we're, we're scouts we make sure our areas are well lit like I even right. I even there yeah. used to be a guy uh, an old adult an adult leader in our troop who at summer camp he would bring these little solar powered like you know how when you go up to someone's house sometimes they'll have like little um like led lights along the path that are so he would he would set those out around his tent like that's how that's how uh into it we got right and so he 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 gets like a really mild burn on his butt he's like ow and i i like get my first aid kit out (laughs) he said ouch (laughs) yeah i i get i hand him some like ointment i'm like you can take this. I'm not putting it on you. Go ahead and use it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, thanks. And I was just I'm like, not. man, this guy. <laughs> all right, not... now it is time. Wait, 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 hold up. So before we get into that, I <laughs> okay. thought of a couple other stories. Okay, Sorry. go ahead. A break from our well, sponsor. Um, <laughs> Rage Shadow. <laughs> um, where was I going? Right, so Hollow Center. Um, one of the years I was, one of the years we went, uh, Davis, it, it was late at night, we were, we were playing Capture the Flag, 
and Davis and Jacob. Not me. No, no, not, not okay. you. Yeah, the, I the figured other, as the much. Other Jacob. Yeah, the other Jacob. And there's one other person I don't remember who it was. But they like Davis. Davis had to pee, so he like went over the bridge, which I mean, for capture the flag was against the rules. He went over the bridge and didn't even like go into the woods somewhere to, to pee. He like stopped right at the end of the bridge, right at the tree line, and yeah, and then just like dropped his trousers and started and started to pee. <laughs> and, the, and the other and like it wouldn't be so bad. Wait, if who was is this? Like, you know, Sorry, who was this? Da- Davis. Davis. <gasps> was he the it bad pooper? Be, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been so bad. If, if he had, like, you know, just been there by himself. But the other two guys were there holding lights for him so he could see. <laughs> <laughs> well, never do and that, so, like, dude. Never pee in the dark. Anybody light. that, like, looked over the bridge or even, like, that direction could just see him standing there taking a pee. And we're like, dude, what? go find some privacy. Like, what the heck, man? Yeah, and anytime <laughs> I have to pee in the dark, I always have my headlamp with me. So I'll go, I'll find a spot, establish a direction and a place on which to pee. Get, get everything ready to go, turn off the light, and then pee. Yes. <laughs> never never pee while you've got a light on you, man. Nope. Okay, so. <laughs> now it's time for the grand finale. The Hollis Center Bridge, bridge Incident of 2016. Oh, Approximately. Man. I think I that's believe. when it happened. Yeah. So, I would add a little more context to the beginning of this story. Even though we've already talked a lot about Hollis Center. Uh, we haven't really talked about what all there is to do there and just, you know, added a little more background to the story. But first, I want to start out this story with a question for all you viewers, or I mean, all you listeners, rather. Have you ever seen a sign somewhere at a place? That, uh, <laughs> and you said, maybe maybe it wasn't there before, there. or maybe it just is there and it's just, it's a, uh, you know, it has to do with like a safety concern, like do not walk here, do not climb this fence. Well, chances are it exists for a reason. Chances are it exists because someone hurt themselves doing the very thing that this sign tells you not to do. Uh Well, (laughs) well, that's, uh, you know, not a very unique experience, just seeing a sign. But what is a unique experience is being responsible (laughs) for the placement of such a sign. (laughs) Which is exactly what this little story involves. (laughs) Knowing that you are a part of the story that this sign has to tell is an amazing feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a really nice sign, too. It's got a nice little aesthetic to it. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about Hollis Center for a second. Hollis Center is this little... Well, it's not little. It's this camping site area in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not done yet. And uh, it's got (laughs) plenty of things to do. There's a volleyball court... There are uh, cabins. There are also multiple tent sites. There Disc is golf. there's a little there's a creek that runs through yeah. the uh, the area there they're through the like camping area. And uh, there's you know I'm, I'm sure I'm you know forgetting something. There's there's tries hiking trails, and there's uh, you know plenty of trails to go on. And like the trails are on the other side of the creek from where like all the camping sites are like where you would go to pitch a tent or stay in a cabin right that's where all the fun stuff's at yeah and on you the can, other side if you uh, head in a, uh, in a certain direction for a long enough period of time you will come to what is called cub world which i mentioned earlier which is uh like a little you know fun park for cub scouts that has all these um structures that you can go to including uh mines where you can like climb underground and up ladders in these uh, little uh, fake mine shafts, but they look really cool. Like it's a really cool um, 
not realistic aesthetic, but it's like what a kid would imagine a mine would look like, right? Yeah. Uh, then there's like a, a um, like a, I want to say Civil War era fort kind of looking like, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you could say Yeah, that. Civil War era, um, like, fortress. And then there's also a, you know, medieval era, like, stone castle. And then there's also a pirate ship park, but we never go there because it's a water park, and those are, that's always closed during the time of year when we go. Uh, also, we're not authorized to turn on the water there. We really technically shouldn't be there at all, but we hike in there anyway because we're not going to damage anything. And if we do, we'll pay for it. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's not, again, that's not, I don't think it's technically part of Hollis Center. It might be, though. I, I might be wrong on that. Anyway, it's definitely separate from, like, where the uh, camping areas Camp, are because yeah. you have to walk a long ways to get there. Anyway, a part of the, the creek and the trails... Uh, that involves bridges, obviously, if you want to get across the, the creek. And one such bridge is a large suspension bridge with cables that go overhead and cables that also go underneath the wooden planks that you walk upon to cross said bridge. Now, every year when we went there, we went, we go there roughly once a year. There were, there are occasions on which we would skip a year. Yeah, there was... Uh, including the, uh year 2020 you know good old pandemic uh and the tradition is whenever we would go there we would one of the first things we would do is we would all go under that bridge almost everyone like maybe one or two people would not be on there specifically so they could be the ones taking the picture we would take a group picture on that bridge and every single year with that fail we would make the joke oh we're gonna break it oh there's too many people on there oh there's so many people on this bridge we're we're too heavy where it's gonna snap but it never did. And we got a we got a bigger group every year. Too. Yeah, and yeah. It was like I, a what ticking year did we start going bomb. there? What was like the first year we went there? Like twenty eleven, maybe. I I want to no, I want to say it because I was just about to get into high school, so I would say twenty thirteen. Oh okay, all right. Anyway, we yeah. So the point is, we had been going there for quite a few years at this point, and that fateful year, twenty sixteen ish. <laughs> We all piled onto the bridge like we do every year. We did every year. And snap. One of the cables uh, beneath our feet way. actually broke. And so, because it was a I one that was under the planks, the planks like folded down like a trap door. And yeah. about half of us fell down into the creek. And the creek, it's like, I don't know, maybe like a three foot drop. No, it was, no, it was like it five was, or six. Yeah, it was, okay, no, no, yeah. Actually, I could walk under the bridge, so it was yeah, about. It was. Oh yeah, you're right. It was okay. Yeah, it, but it's not like, you know, Crazy Indiana Jones. Guy. No. You know, falling to your death. It, it wasn't but that a, big of a fall. When you're like, uh, just getting into high school, it seems pretty big. Yeah, and and also like, when the when when the creek is drier and emptier, it's uh, it Very also rocky. looks bigger. And there's, yeah, there's, like, rocks you can fall onto that are not normally exposed when there's lots of water in there. And so this, you know, this happens, and... Uh, <laughs> Let's hear it from everyone's perspective, yeah. Jake's first. Well, so here's, here's my perspective. I was... I, so, so a, a bunch of us were actually, like, sitting with our legs hanging off the side of the bridge. Yeah. Because, like, the, the way that we would take the picture is someone would go down into the creek and take it a picture of the bridge from in the creek. And so... Pretty much everyone who was sitting down fell off the bridge. Uh, a couple of them, like one of them, chipped their foot, and I think the other one like broke a toe or something. Uh, someone broke their ribs. 
Oh, man, Colton bruised his ribs. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember. Oh, I, thought he cr- I thought he cracked one or two. I don't, I don't think, think so. it was that bad. Um, but he was still pretty traumatizing. Anyway. Right. I, I was. Uh, there were kids enough. being evac'd on stretchers. <laughs> no. no, I was fortunate enough to be once one of the people standing. So I, you know, my cat like reflexes kicked in, and I grabbed the <laughs> like uh, cable behind me. Like there's also cables on the sides that sort of, sort of served as like a handrail, and I grabbed the one behind me, and uh, I helped a couple people get off the bridge. They were like right next to me, and then I just like I got off, and I just kind of stood there watching in awe. <laughs> it is. It was kind of like my version was, of the the first episode of Lost, where Jack is just standing there with his mouth wide open as the plane explodes and everyone's like crying and dying. It was like pure chaos. It was very it was, surreal. Like, chaotic. So like half the people were fine, like staying there able to yeah. get off, but then like there was that other half that fell into the creek and it was like yeah. there were tears and screams. I mean, <laughs> it was it was very traumatizing, dude. Yeah, it really was. And, 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 was and, and it was just so sudden too. We were like, oh, all right, we're back on the bridge. Hey, we're back at Hollison, guys. Snap. I was lucky enough. I was on the outside because I was one of the taller kids. So they put us in, in the back and on the outside of the picture. Uh, yeah. So I was literally like, I was like three steps from the edge. I was gonna say there were people so who like, were right on the edge of the bridge. It just like took one step and they were off. But. Yeah. So I was able to I was able to hop off real quick and then just like kind of direct people this way, like kind of congregate off the bridge so we could figure out what was going on. Yeah, actually, I remember I helped. So like, <coughs> I was kind of toward the middle of the bridge, and I, I helped uh, another person. But like so we had a couple of kids there they were like younger siblings of, of people who were the right age to be on that camp out right and so I, I remember I helped someone else pull up a little kid from the bridge mm-hmm. for, like wow. prevent them from falling wow yeah Let's see my perspective since it was like my second year or something like that I don't know I, I, I'd been there before it might have been I think it was my second year or something like that. I was a pretty small kid, so I was in the middle, sitting down, like legs hanging over the bridge, holding onto the railing, and all of a sudden, you know, we're getting ready to take this picture, and it's just like a jerk, and I fall downward, and I actually end up, I'm still holding onto the rail, but I end up sliding off the bridge, still holding onto the rail, and like... I'm I'm a, I'm a strong kid at this point, so like I'm just kind of I'm just kind of chilling there, hanging out, and I'm like watching these kids fall around me. It's like it was like slow motion watching kids just like some <laughs> kids are landing, some fall. kids are like yeah, pretty. Much. I see trees, <laughs> red oh, roses. Way, unfortunately, we this did happen while we were getting ready to take a picture, but there is no action shot of us. In midfall, yeah, I wish unfortunately, that, that would have been yeah. amazing to look that back been on. Hilarious. But um, I actually, I actually managed to to pull myself back up, grab onto the rail, and walk off right. while other kids were being like helped down. Some were falling, so yeah. I, I kind of, I don't remember if I, I think I went down into the creek to just kind of stand there and watch, but because I remember being down there, but um, again, it was like. How many years ago was that? Five years ago. So yeah. Uh, How many people a... did we have on it when it broke? Oh, there was. It was quite a few. Over right? over thirty, I want to say. say. Easily, easily twenty, twenty-five. I honestly want to say probably closer to forty. Forty kids, really? Oh, man. Well, and, and adults. Large, we had some adults. It on was there a too. large group that year. But it was intense to to yeah. witness this event happening. And then like. I think we came back the next year and they had like caution tape over it. Yeah. Because I remember they took a little while to fix it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they got it fixed 
and then they put a sign on there that said like no more than five people on the bridge yeah once, you please. can't now you can't have more than five people on the bridge and that is why that that is the story of why that sign is there so if you ever at mark on the world if you're ever at the hollow center and you find a bridge that says no more than six people or five people or whatever it says that was now us. you know why <laughs> we were there that fateful day oh dude it was i remember it took a lot of time to regroup one kid did break his ankle <laughs> i remember yeah he like chipped oh, yeah, it he yeah, chipped yeah. a bone in his heel or something mm -hmm. yeah i remember that that was geez, that was rough yeah. yeah there were there were tears and there were adults rushing all over the place i felt like i was like a survivor of like a bombing or something <laughs> yeah, we like we got back to the church and then and then it might have been jake it might have been your dad and, or your mom or something was like talking to the parents of all the kids they're like they had us all line up they're like okay so an incident happened while we oh, I, oh I yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh something like, this happened. is what happened this is a problem we were all lined up against the brick wall weren't we yeah we're, like sitting there for a debriefing or something uh, yes yeah and I remember, like, whenever we would go there later, and it was, like, with people who had been there before, they'd be like, hey, guys, look at this sign. Only five people at once. I wonder what happened here. And we'd be like, do not do not cite the deep magic to me. I was, <laughs> I was there when it was written. I'm like, sit down, child. Let me tell you a story. Sit on this bridge and let me learn you something. <laughs> Listen up. Here's a story. It's crazy. But that was a good camping trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, overall, the, it was a good I, 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 like... A little bit nerve-wracking yeah i mean and i can't stress enough how idyllic that the hollow center campsite is it's like you know there's the campfires the the cabin that we uh always stayed at the, uh, the boys one specifically had like a little indoor eating area and then mm -hmm. uh, a projector screen and then there was also a deck with tables out there as well and then it was like right next to a fire pit so oh, you could yeah. just walk out the side door and you'd pretty much be you take a couple steps and you're at the fire pit you could roast some marshmallow Oh, it's many like, a, m many a story was told at that fire pit. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, uh, yes. When I think Remember? of camp out, that's pretty much where my mind goes. Sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and there's also like a little, uh, a little ways up the hill because there's a lone cabin up the hill from the other, a distance away from the other two cabins. We stayed at that cabin. Yeah, before. we stayed at it once, and a little ways up that hill is a little. There's like a labyrinth in the ground mm -hmm. made of bricks. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. It's a nice little touch, but it's usually covered with leaves. That's true. Well, so, um, the year we stayed at the cabin up along that way there, uh, Davis and I and one of his friends that he brought with us, we locked, the doors to the, we locked the doors <laughs> to the room we were in, and we had like a sliding glass door I know. outside. Yeah, I know. Every room story. Right. Just about. Yeah, so we like we locked the doors and we turned on what does the fox say? And we like oh, yeah. blasted it full volume. And we had so many people like banging on the doors and like going around the deck side and like smashing the doors, like, dude, turn it off. Oh man. Like, that was no, like that was the year that Davis wouldn't stop playing in. He like that that borderline <laughs> was like Rick rolling at that point. It was that would have been twenty fifteen. Seriously? No, it was either that was either 2014 or 2015 because 2014 was the year that song came out. I think it was 2014 because I was there 2015. Okay, okay. so then it would have been 2014. Yeah, then but, that means uh, the bridge was either 2016 or it was 2016. Yeah, then yeah. so that means actually that that would have been the so the first camp out would have been 2013 then because we stayed in that cabin the year after the first. Mm, wow. We learned our we learned our lesson. The mystery solved. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, like we, we we were creeping around that that lone cabin up at the hill, and I, I saw 
Carson and someone else were in a in a room, and uh, he was holding a bag of popcorn. And I like came up to the glass door and I like dumped on it, and he I scared them both. And he like turned around and he like hit his face behind the bag the bag of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you threw popcorn everywhere. No. <laughs> That's my rendition of popcorn being thrown everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do we have any more stories for this episode? Uh, um, no, I don't um, think so. Okay. I think well, I'm, I'm exhausted. Currently, I'm currently at an hour and 36 minutes. I assume That's you guys I'm are at, at the same thing. Yeah, Actually, you know what? I do. I have one little, one last little tidbit I can... All right. I uh, tell Go about uh, senior church camp. <clears throat> now, I was raised in a <laughs> Christian household. Indeed. And, uh, you know, uh, going into any environment that involved the influence of Christianity, like church or church camp, I always expected, oh, you know, it's going to be all just like just like my family we're gonna be chastising we're gonna worship jesus all time all the time and we're gonna we're gonna have a good wholesome time uh that's not at all what senior camp was like let me tell you um but no. so no 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 <laughs> yeah so what so there's like a snack shack at the senior camp that we went to and uh you okay, can get is like this the story i think it is uh maybe i don't know if i've told you the story so you can get like milkshakes and burgers there you know Oh yeah, yeah. I have a, and so, uh, so I was standing there with my friend, and, and we were waiting in line one evening to get like a milkshake or something. And uh, there's this girl that ended up behind us in line, and she had been like messing with me all week. She had been the main the main thing she had been doing is um, she had been taking my hat off my head, and the, the particular hat that I had been wearing that year was of significant um, sentimental value. It was it was the the one that I had made as a Cub Scout in uh, my pack. And I'd worn it. It was. I just painted it blank red. Cause red was my favorite color. And I wore it all through Cub Scouts. And I wore it to a lot of my uh, Boy Scout campouts as well. And eventually, it got my head got too big for it because it was like a you know they bought it for children. It was a kid's hat. Uh, and you know the the color red sort of faded more to almost a pink now. But uh, it still fit me at the time. And uh, I was like getting real tired of her crap. And, and I was also a dumb kid. A dumb teen, and I didn't realize that this was, I think this is flirting of some sort. <laughs> I thought to understand it correctly. This, Women. This. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she had been, you know, doing that all week, and then she ended up behind us in line, and she's like, hey, hey, you want to see something cool? And I was like, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, sure, I guess. And, and she's like, put out your hand. And I held out my hand, and she put something in it. And then she closed my hand around, my fingers around it. And then she's like, look at it. But don't don't let anyone see it. And I was like, okay. Oh, I, I know. This I held it. Is. I like opened up my hand, and, and oh. it was a condom. And I was like, oh, oh, so it's that kind of party. No, oh. I was like, oh. Um, what do I the... need to take a moment and remind you of where where we are, where we are right now? Um, you you thou art an harlot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're supposed to be learning about Jesus. This no. is this is a question. What in Minecraft the church server? camp is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, nah, you know what? You can you can take that back. Um, I almost like went oh and dropped it on the floor. <laughs> I was like, you can you can just you, you take that back. I'm, oh, great heavens! That. Um, and I just like turned around. I tried to ignore her as best I could. <laughs> but Jeez, like. Dude. Yeah, she basically, that was like her giving me the green light. All right. Awesome. Kind of freaky. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have, uh, especially because uh, I I can tell you, hey, I knew in the moment, and I can tell you looking back now, I was not ready for that. I wasn't ready for just a relationship, <laughs> let alone whatever a condom entails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that same snack shack when me and my hooligan friends rolled up looking for some snacks and these guys i was i decided to not um fraternize with them when this situation happened but they had the bright idea they all wanted the same thing they all wanted like a burger or like two burgers or something like that i wanted like my own thing like a pizza burger or something like that so i was okay but they decided instead of just one by one in a line ordering what they wanted to make this whole big thing to where one person would take all the money and this one person would order like 24 burgers or however many they wanted right. and it took them a total of like 15 minutes to figure out what was happening they like had to let all these people go past them and i i went past them and was like i literally just want like a pizza burger and some pickle fries or whatever please pizza burger it was really good too if you're ever there what again is the, I what it, can you describe that to me it's like it's like a Oh, dude, it had like mozzarella cheese, like a slice of mozzarella cheese, and it, it was like red sauce. Yeah, it had red sauce and a normal like, a, like patty. It had like a bun. It had like a patty, and I think it had like a couple other things kind of mixed into it, like maybe pepperonis. It was. I don't so remember good. that. It, I loved it. It was great, but the, I, it I, took them. It took each of them like so long to finally get all their food. It was so stupid of them. Oh, wow. I think I remember, like, I came to senior camp, like, the second to last year, or the last year that I was, like, to be there. Right. And they had, like, discontinued serving one of the, like, better menu items. I don't remember if it was the fries or the onion rings or something like that. But I remember they were like, no, we don't, you know, we don't do that anymore. I was like, what? We don't do that here. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. That's unfortunate. Well, that's all my camping stories. Yeah. That's all I can remember at the moment, so... Quick shout out to the vintage bowling alley that used to oh, be yeah, at, at that camp. By the way, Rest I can't believe they they uh, did what they did to it. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. I missed bowling in there. Yeah, For it was cool because everything was like they old had some school. Good food in that area, dude. But it was like not ancient. It was like like eighties era, I would say. For those that are curious, what Jake means by what they did to it, they literally just refurbished it into like just a room. Yeah, it's like not an alley yeah. anymore. It's just a big open, like room with like. They put like a little, a small little stage. like um, platform at the end of it for like speakers and stuff. I think didn't they have like a Xbox in there at one point? There's still yeah, they put they put an Xbox and a PlayStation. Th- I th- there's still yeah. an Xbox and like a PlayStation in there. What about um? Do you know that like? I think it was like a skiing arcade game that they had in one corner of the bowling alley. Was that it's gone. still there? They took that out? Yep. Man, I imagine that would that would be more hassle than they just leave it there because that thing was massive. Right. Well, here's the thing. Times are changing. Kids don't do that stuff anymore. I know, but what? I just feel like it wouldn't be worth it to... I mean, it was, hu- it was huge. Like, it's the kind you climb up onto and it had, like, moving parts and, on heck? top of a screen and, like, handlebars and stuff. Like, to me, it wouldn't have been worth trying to find the resources to move it and a vehicle that could handle it, its girth and size and then find <laughs> somewhere to put it. Like, you know? Well, I mean, when you have the resources, they do. So when you're at a camp, maybe, I feel I like I would be all over that at a camp, dude. Yeah, I, like, I played it. I played Who it. Who wants to play on the Xbox? I'm going skiing. 
I mean, you can't yeah. get that kind of haptic feedback on a 360. I know. Ugh. Okay. Kids these days so, have no let's... respect for the classics. No, they don't. They don't, really. I'm sorry, we turned into old men for a second. <laughs> we did. Well, yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. It's, uh, yeah, we're at, uh, it's, <laughs> we've been going for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, thank you guys uh, once again for joining us this month yes i can't um, stress enough how much i we appreciate <laughs> oh yeah you tuning in everybody who's been here the last three months of is you know you guys mean a lot to us you really do yeah shout outs um, to our moroccan listeners time. that who which are apparently a thing you know if you live in yeah. morocco and you listen to this podcast hey man or woman thank you, thank you. yeah unless you're a bot in which case i'm gonna put some dirt in your eye yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyways, if this is your first time joining us, please go back and listen to episode ones and two, uh, one and two. I would really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, if you, if you guys were coming back again after already listening to those, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You guys mean so much to us. Yeah. And if yeah. you have any questions, comments, suggestions, any anything you want to say that you want us to see, uh, my my personal recommendation just for visibility would be to go to the YouTube version of whatever episode you want to leave a comment on and comment there. Yeah. And what's that? What's the YouTube channel again? Uh, Quinn Turkle. Spell it. Just like the channels on uh, whatever <coughs> podcatcher you use. Yep. Um, and while also, you can also go to the Instagram, but I'll I'll put that somewhere. I'll put that into some kind of description somewhere. So. Yep. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you guys for joining us. It's another episode down. We'll see you next month, yeah. guys. Yeah. We'll see you Bye. Guys Everyone, have a good one. Thank you guys once again for joining us on this month's episode of the Time Capsule Podcast. Our intro music, as always, is Rareness of Existence by Ader Da Silva. Our outro music is called Chill Hot Main by Zachar Vallaha. These can both be found on pixabay.com. Don't forget you can also follow us on Instagram at Time Capsule Podcast 2041. And you can follow our YouTube channel at Quinn Turkle. If you need help with the spelling, just look in the artist section for this podcast. If you have any future episode ideas, like stuff you want to hear us leave in this online time capsule, please leave a comment on one of our YouTube videos. We also plan on doing a vlog for you guys in the future, um, but that will require you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us. We greatly appreciate every single one of you, and we cannot wait for next month.